Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. We are at the top, man, the peak of the week, looking down. We're in our groove, and so is sports. I'm still on a high from the weekend that we've had at University of Hawaii. Uh, Monday, I love talking about that. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of friction. People are, mm, I can't wait to get, get into this thing today. So look, like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Friendly reminder, right? Today, last day to turn in your football fever ballots. You can still go get one in the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Fill that thing out, select your picks, and give yourself a chance to win $500 cash. You gotta turn that into select long drugs by today. And big prize, grand prize at the end of this thing, a big green egg Kamado grill. Mmm, we could chef it up. Uh, so look, give yourself a chance, enter, super simple, compete with myself and the rest of the panelists, and I gotta shout out our sponsors for Football Fever, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Hawaiian Telecom and Long's Drugs. Thank you for making this possible for all of us uh, to compete on a weekly and a chance to get some cash. All right, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start off with this story today. I talked about a little, a little bit of a friction. Uh, maybe not so much friction, but more just passion. I talked about Curtis Moriyama on Monday. Today, my guy, Steven Sai, another passionate editor for the Honolulu Star Advertiser, has been for years, huge sports fan. And, you know, his argument, he feels, hey, it might be too late this year, right, to recoup. We're, you know, our situation, uh, not a lot of you may know, but the University of Hawaii football team, while playing at the Aloha Stadium, you know, maybe that wasn't the best business model for UH football. I think it provided an unbelievable atmosphere for fans and players. I played there. So I, I love the Aloha Stadium, right? But from the business side of things with the university, you know, driving revenue and football is the biggest vehicle, you know, in college sports. It brings in the most revenue. It helps support some of the other uh, sports that don't bring in as much revenue. So it's huge for any university, any Division I university that's trying to play in, in big-time conferences. And so Stephen Sides' article is talking about how this year we poured out and borrowed so much money to, to, to you know, make this T.C. Ching field suitable to host Division I football games. And now here we are, almost two seasons in a row, no fans. That's heartbreaking on so many levels. And the fans, the players, it, it, it really is. And the heartbreak is not just now. We're going to feel this heartbreak for years to come because this will impact recruiting if it hasn't already. Again, I'm going to reiterate, one of only 130 major schools not to host fans. Curtis Moriyama talked about it. <laughs> Our numbers are a lot lower, way lower, amongst the best in the country. Meanwhile, they're hosting 60-plus thousand fans. We're hosting none. So, again, if you guys want to get a different feel, 
Um, check out Stephen Side's article uh, on this matter. Something's got to give, man. Give our fans an opportunity. Give our players an opportunity to, to finish strong. And because of his amazing performance over the weekend, uh, National Defensive Player of the Week, Corey Bethley, uh, what a huge honor. Man. And this one is, was done by Steven Sai as well, again, showing his passion, his love, man. He, he, he pours into these guys. He pours into these athletes, right? Uh, Corey Bethley, nine tackles, two interceptions, one forced fumble. Uh, had the game, might, might be, I don't know if that was the game of his career, but I'd love to chat with him and, and see if it was. He was all over the place on the defensive side of the ball. Man, they need to get this dude an offense, right? Corey, you got any uh, running back, you know, pass? I'm pretty sure you played some running back in high school. All the top athletes toted the rock at some point. Uh, anyway, I just want to highlight Corey. Congratulations, man. Continue to lead with that type of play. And, and, and I got to go back to my, my, my chat that I had with them on Friday at the Rock Walk. And after we linked arms, we finished the walk on the other side. They all came together. And again, this is my first time really meeting this team, this group. And I'm going to tell you one guy that was kneeling front row right here. I remember seeing him right here. It was Corey Bethley. And he was locked in. Nodding his head. He was locked in. Not saying that everyone else wasn't, right? These guys are locked in. But if it means that much to you guys, and that's not just football, right? This is anything. Hey, get your butt in the front row. Get to where you can hear loud and clear. Take those notes, right? Soak everything up. If the goal means that much to you, you're going to go over and beyond the Call of Duty when it comes to your preparation. So, Corey. I felt your energy right here, brother. I felt your energy. I felt your focus. And I saw that on Saturday night. So continue that trend, man. Continue to, to, to let that seep out into the rest of the team. Because, yeah, we're 3-3. Three and three. We got a season that we can still finish with a winning record. Qualify for a bowl. All that is ahead of us. right? And so despite some of the adversities we're facing at home, Hey, as football players, we're taught to blank that stuff out. We're taught to put on our blinders and focus on what's right in front of us. And that's exactly what you did, and that's what the team did. And that's why you guys were able to take out 18th-ranked Fresno State for one of the biggest upsets in school history and definitely the biggest win of the season. Let's continue to roll, baby. Congrats again. And just an update on a couple of our dinged up uh, Rainbow Warriors, uh, Cameron Lockridge, as we know, he got injured on the first play, first kickoff of the game. Uh, and then Chevron Cordero, who has a shoulder injury that he sustained the week before. Uh, those two guys, uh, according to Coach, should be available October 16th against Nevada. They got this week to sort of, uh, you know, strengthen those injuries, recover a little bit more, and, and continue to sharpen Mentally, you never stop working mentally. And that's the great thing about, about, about sports, about life, man. You can always work this thing regardless of what's going on uh, around it. So uh, we're, I know we're all excited to hear that good news. And, uh, man, on the road again, Nevada. And I believe Timmy Chang is still coaching there. 
So look, it's going to be a good little uh, reunion, and uh, we can't wait to continue our trend. Like I said, if you want a little more details about these guys, uh, check out Stephen Sai's article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. All right, into the high school ranks. I'm, you know, we, football is going on right now. OIA is about to start, but the ILH, there's been a sudden change, <laughs> a sudden passing, I guess, of the torch as of right now, as of late. Kamehameha Warriors has taken over the number one spot, led by, right now, seems to be the hottest, not just running back, but player in the state, Noah Bartley, uh, just dominating on the ground and helping that team, you know, literally fight each and every week. It was because of him that they were able to defeat long time, you know, state champ, top dog. St. Louis and take them out. Uh, they followed up last week with, a, with another big win, sort of a, you know, against Puno, who, in which they lost to early in the season. It might have been week one. So they're on a roll, thanks to, 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 to Noah Bartley. And man, I just remember playing, you know, playing high school ball. The running backs, you know, there's a lot of good running backs, but man, it's a real blessing. To your football team, if you've got a stud running back, because it takes up so much of the defense. It takes up so much of the focus because they're focusing on stopping one guy. And that's when you start to use that man, you know, in play action passes and other things. It just opens up your offense when you have a stud back there like Noah Bartley. And it, it, it alleviates pressure off of everyone else. Off of the rest of the guys on offense, off of, off of the defense, because they know, hey, Noah's going to get us his first down. Noah's going to extend this drive. They trust in him. And, and it helps make everyone else's jobs easier. And that's what football's about, man. The big-time players step up. They don't just step up on game day. I'm pretty sure that his work ethic is out of this world. I'm pretty sure that he shows up every single practice and is the hardest-working guy on that football field. Because it's, it's that, that reflects on game day. Football is one of them sports, man. It's hard to just turn it on on game day. You've got to be a guy that's day in and day out grinder. And he's that guy for the Warriors. So, hey, shout out to you guys. Uh, Paul Honda had this story. Mahalo for putting this one out, Paul. And Imoa. Big time trade in the NFL. Pro Bowl cornerback Stephon Gilmore has been traded to the Carolina Panthers for a, a 2023 six-round pick. You know, that, that doesn't seem like a fair trade, but the, the Patriots got all $65 million worth out of, uh, out of Gilmore. He signed a five-year deal back in 2016, I believe it was, and this is the ending of his contract. Brought him a Super Bowl. It was a lockdown corner for them, and unfortunately... Every player at some point, according to the organization, <laughs> has, a, has a, I guess, an expiration tag. I guess that's what it is. You know, so they felt as if they've got all, they got his best, and they're going to let him go and, and play elsewhere and get something for him. You know, but I, I know what the feeling is. You know, this is added motivation for Gilmore. He's going to go to Carolina, 
and, and maybe turn it up a little bit to prove, right? The guys always want to prove that they're still elite, that they're still a Pro Bowl lockdown player. In, this, in his case, a lockdown corner. And so that was, that was big news uh, in the league. It happens. It happens more often than you think. Good luck, brother. Major League Baseball playoffs is on. And it's officially on because the AL wildcard game was between, and this is a rivalry that has been on for years, right? Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, and the Red Sox got it done 6-2. It was a one and done, right? Winner moves on, loser. <laughs> Pack it up, enjoy the offseason. So the Red Sox are moving on, and tonight, the NL wildcard between the Dodgers and the Cardinals is happening. Make sure you guys tune into that. Major League Baseball playoffs is where it's at. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Like I said, I hope you guys are in your groove, peak of the week, in your flow. Uh, man, let's finish this week off strong, get things done. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I'll see you all come Aloha Friday.